listening to Onward with William McCarthy, live from Newport, Wales. Hello everyone, how we doing? I'm here on the shores of Great Britain, and I'm excited to be here. It's going to be uh, a pretty mellow day. I'm just getting together my gear and going through some songs for my show tomorrow in London. I'm really excited to see you guys. Uh, I'm going to be going down to town down to the main strip to get a kebab to commemorate this amazing experience of crossing the border yet again on another red eye. Let's talk about red eyes. Is it me? Can anybody else not sleep on airplanes? Like, why do I even try? I'm not fooling anybody. It's really sad because I got, okay, I got lucky. They said, you know, this is very rare. They said I could bring my guitar in the cabin. So I put my guitar in there. They said it was a very light flight. I looked. There was a lot of seats available at the front of the plane. And I told the uh, the I, the flight attendant, I said, listen, uh, my guitar's in the front of the plane. There's no one up there. Would you mind if I took a seat? And she said, you're welcome to. Oh, perfect. So I go up there. I lay down. And I try to sleep. But to no avail. So I made it through, you know, I don't know. It, was, it wasn't a terrible flight. I went from uh, New York to Dublin. Had a little layover there. And Dublin popped over to Birmingham. And uh, hooked up with Terry, uh, an onwarder. And we drove down to Wales, where I'm picking up my gear at Lisa's house. And it was all looking great until I couldn't sleep. And I, I, and when I finally did sleep... so. Last so the night before last night I woke up at two thirty in the morning, which makes no sense because in New York time that would be uh what seven? So <laughs> I'm in that weird foggy kinda out of my head place. But I it's a funny thing because it's a common road feeling to have fatigue. I've been talking with Eric about what it's like to be a dad and he just keeps telling me the same thing over and over. You know, it's a lot like touring, man. It's like tour. It's like tour. So I thought that was funny. Uh, so I'm here and uh, I keep my guitars for tour um, in Lisa's attic down here in Wales. And I got to go through my bags and stuff that I had left uh, from last tour, last winter. So it's been about a year since I've seen all my equipment. So it was sort of like a Christmas for me <laughs> going through all my stuff and I... I found a set list and I could tell it was one of those set lists that I held in my back pocket for a long time. And I like, <laughs> I went over again and again and again with the fine, uh, fine tooth comb and I was trying to really get right. And I looked at it and I thought, well, that makes me feel good because the set that I just played in California last week, I think is better. So that brings up an interesting topic. I think my last podcast was about New Year's. And so here I am and... I have entered the era of pop-up shows. So London's a pop-up show. I'm going to be, I just did one in California. I'll be popping up in Germany. I'm going to be popping up a lot more. And to be honest, I wish I had done it sooner. Although it would be kind of hard to pop up with an entire band. But as just a 
sort of parachuting into a place with a guitar, a set list, some stories, some smiles. This is awesome. And like, I can't wait to keep doing it. I've, I've heard from some people in South Africa, um, Australia and New Zealand. And I think this is a really good look. I mean, it's a, it's a beautiful thing for me because the environment is so relaxed. You, you just walk in, you set up your uh, guitar, you just set up with some new strings and jump up there and have a good time. And in California, um, Dave Fernandez and his wife, Patty, actually catered a pop-up show. So we had like proper homemade Mexican food in the California sun. I sang 30 songs the first night. I think it was like 30, uh, it was like 31 or 33 or something. It was crazy. And um, I did the second night the same. And like my sister came. I was so excited. If anybody remembers Alex, um, our faithful guitar tech from Augustine's, he popped up and he was just sitting there. I couldn't really see him because it was dark uh, from the stage area. And I looked over and it's Alex. And <clears throat> we had we had like a really nice laugh. And then by the second show, he had jumped up and was playing on stage with me. And it just felt like, I don't know, what's a good word for all this? just felt connected and so I'm feeling really connected and I'm, I'm just excited so I was telling a lot of a lot of kind of humorous stories and things um, and it was really nice because the interaction was great and it gives me so much joy to see every city has its own feel and, and its own look and and of course LA there was a lot of attractive people uh, the, the, there's a guy sitting up front that I thought was the the fellow from uh, Itu Mama Tambien, the motorcycle diaries dude with the handsome guy with the green eyes. I was like, oh, hey, wow, I thought you were that guy. And it was a funny laugh. And I was looking, there's always like attractive people. And there was like Mexican people, which always makes me smile so much. And I had a wonderful time catching up with my sister and her boyfriend, Donald. And it was just really good to be back in California. So yet it's kicking off yet again and I'm here and I've just pulled out like a beautiful little time portal. It was, it's all, all my gear and everything from last winter. So I'm getting to see my guitars again. I'm finding old set lists. I'm pulling out all my pedals. And these are, these are like things that kind of live over here in, uh, in Europe. So I get to like get back into that and all of it has like Augustine stickers all over it. And it's like, it's just a tremendously good feeling as per usual. I'm seeking out a kebab today. I will find it and I'll be stringing guitars and I'm just looking over here at my set list and yeah, it's looking like about let's see it's 28, 29, 30, 31. It's looking like 31 songs that I'm, babysitting at the moment so the show tomorrow um i believe they're giving me 120 minutes which is two hours so i'll try to fit as many of them in as i can and i look forward to seeing you guys it's an interesting journey on this trip i'm also going to get reunited with elsa my motorcycle who is under the uh under the love and protection of stelios and nina out in Germany, so I'm gonna pop in and get to see my bike, which is amazing. It gives me a lot of like excitement to think that what's in the suitcases of my motorcycle from last summer, when I went all the way, you know, across Europe and ended up in some pretty interesting places. And I think 
you know, that trip is fascinating to me because on some, in, in some ways I got robbed. Uh, my bike broke down. There was some like hard times, but I think what was really great about it was wandering into places that I had no idea what I was getting myself into and the one, and, and celebrating the things that surprised me rather than the places uh, that <laughs> injured me. Ending up at the uh, police station in Italy, didn't see that coming, but also was completely shocked and couldn't believe how beautiful Serbia was. So little things like that and all those like little reminders and clues of that journey are going to be in my motorcycle luggage when I get to go see it next week. So I'm excited to come to Germany. I just wanted to share with you guys some good vibes. Um, I think, I don't know if how you guys feel about it, but maybe I can stream on my Patreon through my Onward Facebook site. I streamed a bit of the California show, just enough just to like give a taste of like what the, the, the ambience and the feeling of the room for that moment. But maybe that's what I'll do is I'll stream a few songs from the London show. I'm excited. Everyone I've talked to is excited and it's just like I was saying, I was saying in the California show that like with all the, all the like shenanigans on television politically, like government shutdowns and missile strikes and all kind of crazy stuff, it gives me joy to be hanging out in a living room with Marlon, the cat in Wales, heading towards London to play a show, to be happy, be amongst other positive people that are just trying to get together and smile a little bit. And it like makes me feel like I'm going forward in life like in a, in a positive way, you know. And I haven't completely put all my thoughts together like in one long passage and how I could speak about this. But I, I sometimes, at least being under the, uh, the tenure of one Donald Trump as United States president, like I, I really feel like is it me or like our television and and radio isn't it driven by like ratings right so it's about ratings and advertisement that's where the money flow happens well don't ratings happen with higher viewership and it seems like the thing that sells is really doom and gloom bad headlines and you know fear based stuff like what you don't know about asbestos and how it can harm you and your children Next, at the 6 o'clock news, um, there was a beating today in a local mall. Uh, there was a missile strike. Fear, people running in Hawaii, scared out of their mind. The government shut down today. And I just think that sometimes when I look at it, I mean, I'm no genius. It just looks like bad news and shock clickbait and, and shock type, shock and awe kind of journalism to get people hooked, selling fear and and all this other stuff, it seems like it keeps people on the line, which would, of course, mean that there would be more advertising opportunity for the station. And it just seems like sometimes we're just a number in the population and we're being sold this really, this really negative stuff to help these companies prosper. Am I wrong on this? Maybe this is my own, you know, personal campaign here, but I just, I was in California going through all this positive stuff. It was sunshine. I was going through all my songs. I was rehearsing in the living room. My niece was walking around and it like made me feel good. Like Uncle Bill's back in town. 
he's playing some songs and then i turn the news on and it admittedly my sister was in a hostage situation <laughs> she was teaching at the college and there was a shooter so she was telling me that she had to like turn off all the lights which is protocol i guess during a situation with a shooter and she had to sit in the dark with all of her students and everyone started to have to pee and so my sister said she peed in a cup like in a starbucks cup and then like people were peeing in the trash can so admittedly there was actually bad stuff going on but watching the news because i was worried about what was going on with my sister because america's crazy and has guns everywhere <clears throat> I was sitting there watching the rest of the news and it was like the saddest, most, and we looked like a broken people, honestly, by watching this news. And then I was thinking, okay, there's definitely, I'm not saying there's not bad shit in the world. There is, but the way that they were stretching it out and, and keeping you hooked and going to commercial break and like the last couple words they'd say before the commercial break and how they got back in saving the weather and the good news stuff for like later but just really getting in there and grabbing you i just thought man i don't know this kind of feels manipulative i'm just throwing it out there so going back to the music and the art and everything um i'm i'm here i'm in wales i'm going to london tomorrow's the first time i'm actually going to hold my book called Unsheltered. I wrote a book this year. I'm going to get to hold it in my hand. That is something positive in my life. Like I said, I'm so pleased to be around people who are who are just loving music and creativity through against a lot of odds. Uh, streaming, technology, short attention spans, this, that, this device, that device. And people, you know, makes me happy. There's still people that want to come out, have a few drinks, sing, smile and turn the fucking news off okay maybe i'll just leave it there maybe that was just a long roundabout way of saying hey cool having the news on just know when to turn that damn shit off i'll see you guys tomorrow i'm excited you know how to find me if there's any requests or thoughts or questions about the show I'll try to get back to you the best i can and i just want to sign off i'm off to find a kebab it's lunchtime I want to say thank you. You have been listening to Onward with William McCarthy, live from Wales. The trail is dark and dusty. The road is kind of rough. And a good road is wide and boys, it ain't far off.